guys. Welcome back to the Blush Podcast. I'm so excited because there's the three of us today and I feel like we, we're we like close off camera. We're like off, not off camera, but off mic. So I'm Sarah. I'm Emily. <laughs> okay, uh, so <laughs> today we are kind of just going to free flow it. And we wanted to try something different, like without a script or anything like that, whether you knew it or not, like we were kind of scripting it. And yeah, so I'm really excited, just like a chill discussion with us three. And we're going to be talking about whether or not we feel like our past selves or our younger selves would be proud of us now. Or what do we feel like our younger selves think of us? now like in our present day lives oh go I was thinking a lot about this because I remember when we brought up the question like what would your younger self think of you I immediately was like well of course we're all gonna say that our younger selves like are happy with like who we are but then as I was thinking about it more I was like you know I've changed a lot like my mindset when I was younger obviously hopefully but like just like the values that I was taught as a child versus like how I view things now is really, really like vastly, like very different. Like to the point that I think that my younger self, well, the true me would be super happy to see where I am now. Might be a little bit scared as well. Like what happened? Which I'm not upset about. I'm glad because mm-hmm. there were some things that I thought were like true or the right way that I definitely don't believe in now. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like that too, like specifically career and goals and aspirations and how I view those things have really changed. And I think living in New York, I used to think that I was going to be this girl boss, not really girl boss. I didn't say that, like <laughs> that, use that terminology, but I used to be a very big workaholic very badly not knowing how to like balance my life and my relationships and my work and career everything centered around my career like my relationships would center around and come second to my aspirations my goals and in a way I'm thankful that that's what I prioritize because it got me here and I'm so happy now because I feel like I can finally look back and say, I did that. And I'm very happy with where I am. I love New York City. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I wouldn't want to be anywhere other than FIT. I mean, I know sometimes, you know, there are issues, but I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And Mm -hmm. I think in a way that workaholism got me here right now, but I don't think I have those same values. My relationships and my friendships come before my work come before my goals career-wise you know like that's still important to me but I'm not willing to sacrifice my self-care time or my time spent with my loved ones over finishing a project or even stressing over a project even I remember when I was hanging out with friends if I was with family the only thing I would be thinking about is how do I get from A to B and then from B to C? Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's always on my mind. Nothing else was on my mind. And I dealt with so much anxiety 
because of that. And that's something that I know now is not right. But I do think my past self would look at me and say, oh, she's lazy or, oh, she's not checking the boxes of a successful human being. And she's not worrying about what truly matters, quote, what truly matters, her career. But I think I just didn't understand that in order to be happy, my life has to be balanced. Like I had no balance whatsoever. I think once I'm growing, now that I'm getting a little bit older, I'm understanding what true Zen balance is. Yeah, mm. I I definitely relate to like some of the things that you were saying as far as like work. Like I'm thinking about like when I was in high school, basically, like I I was very like, I wanted to get here to New York. And for me to do that, I, all I was doing was like applying to get money to go here. Just like, um, as far as like school, um, financial aid. Um, so basically I was doing that and that, and that was my like main, main focus. It was all just like school and work. And I can say now that I, I feel like I still kind of do have that mindset but I'm also trying to like figure out how I can also fit in like um friends more and as far as just like things that like I I want because especially right now I'm in like a place where I'm trying to figure out what makes me happiest um and I I I feel like since I was younger I've been trying to get to a place where I am now and I think my my younger self would would be proud of that because I mean I I have my my own place in New York and I've been in in New York for uh, like over a year now and I think I don't think my younger self expected that out of me at at 20 um so I definitely think, you know, she would be proud of that, but there definitely is like, as far as my relationships, I've definitely gone through some of the things like my younger self, she had friends around her who just like, weren't the best. And I was able to get them out of my, my life. And now I really hone in on people who, um, are good for like me and, and put me in, in a good space. So she definitely wouldn't be be proud of that for me, but I definitely think, um, as far as like love and stuff, like as far as love, um, in a romantic sense, but also in like with friends, like I think I definitely need to work more on that. And my younger self, even now, I think I was just like more blocked off then. So you know, there's still like steps that I've I've made to like where I am now and I'm proud of 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 that for sure I really like what that you guys like started talking about money like not money but like just the like job career working and stuff because that is a huge part of our lives especially right now and um and also how it ties into like relationship and life balance and stuff but I've I've been thinking a lot about how and this is like no shade or anything to like my family or anything like that because I I'm not like angry or upset about it but I do think that like a pretty core belief 
that a lot of our generation learned like I think now the the narrative is changing more where like when we were kids or and this is different for every family but it was more like you had to deserve things like you had to it wasn't like you were just deserving because you existed it was like you want this you need to do something for like that was how things were were for me um because you know that's like how people raise children and I and it, it again like it was a, it was negative for me because then every in everything in my life like I didn't feel worthy of money or of like what I wanted unless I did something like really really special to get it or you know like for example like just the fact that I'm like going after what I want and moving to New York and like doing like going after my dream and instead of like settling for something less is like very even still like by day by day I like battle internally like you don't deserve it yes you do like you deserve whatever you want you don't have to you know suffer in order to get to where you want to be you know and in that sense I feel so like excited like I feel like my younger self is very excited because like it's it's weird to teach kids that it's it's like probably really weird as a child to hear like oh you want this like not in terms of like dessert or something but I'm just saying in general I just think in general there was this belief especially with the last generation that like we weren't just allowed to have things because we existed and we should it was like you know if you want this you have to work really really hard for it and suffer and and feel like pain before you can get what you yeah I wanted to like build on that because (laughs) I felt that so much growing up I felt like I couldn't go to sleep until 1 a.m 2 a.m working on these projects perfecting everything in order to get to a place that to be entirely honest if my old self was where I am now that person would not still be able to enjoy the life that she has. I found a quote on Instagram and it says, I found moments of enoughness without needing more. And that shit changed my life because all I wanted back then, I wouldn't have said this, but was more, 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 more. I want more accolades to my name. I want more recognition. I want more ego like my ego was hungry like so hungry because I felt like I felt like that's what I needed in order to feel valued and it still manifests itself in me today for sure but I have to fight it mentally I have to fight it but my younger self didn't even know that that was an issue she thought that what you were talking about, Emily, was just how life was. Everything you you get in life that is good, like you have to deserve it. And then I dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome too, coming to New York, because I felt like, you know, my parents' generation, the generation after that, they they went through a war. You know, they did not have these opportunities that I do have, even if they were smart enough, hardworking enough, whatever, they still would not be able to live in New York City, live the life that I have, like go shopping and like go eat in nice restaurants and things like that. Like they would not even have that option. And so 
I think growing up, I kind of subconsciously knew that in the back of my mind. And I felt like I have to just work harder than everyone else I know, my peers around me, to even reach a level where I don't feel guilty about where I am. And I, and again, like I'm still working with that and I still do feel guilty, but then at the same time, I can't help the generation that I was born into. I can't help that I am a beneficiary of immigrants that fled a war-torn country, you know, and that workaholism and that feeling guilty about having the, the nice things that I do have. I shouldn't feel like that, but I mean, in all fairness, I shouldn't. But then at the same time, if we're talking about fairness, the life I'm living is not fair to my parents. And I know my mom's going to be listening to this and my aunt, and whatever, but, and they're going to be like, why do you feel that way? Like you shouldn't feel that way, but it's true. Like that's how I feel. So love you. Love you, mom. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely like get your thing about feeling guilt about like, money like for me honestly like um I I I I read this uh, book a while ago actually I didn't even read the uh the whole book I think I read like a couple like a chapter or like two but I I didn't like the like style of like the writing but there was like a sentence in there and it said that um money is there there is money for you. Like there's always money. Like there is money for this person and that person. Like money isn't, isn't hard to come by in a way. And I was just like, that's interesting. Like where's like their perspective? Like they've lived a different life maybe, but I took it as a way as I can attain money in any way. And since that, I feel like I don't worry or I guess like feel a guilt for maybe not making a certain amount of money this month or like the the last month because I know that money is coming my way and I feel like that's since I, I learned and that was like a couple of years ago I haven't had to worry about money since because I do work for my own money but then there's like oh like I just yesterday I picked up my sick security deposit from like my my last place and I wasn't expecting this but it came at like a good time and then oh I maybe like a lot last month I got a scholarship that gave they gave me like more money for like this and just like I realized I needed to not obsess over making money or obsessed over um just trying to like have like the most money ever or just trying to like fulfill, um, I guess this like certain amount because I just have to literally just like believe that I'm going to be fine. And I also feel like that has a lot to do with um, manifesting like your your life and just like having faith of like everything's gonna be fine. And my younger self, I think she'd definitely be like proud that I have the mindset because I definitely stress more about money then because um I uh I didn't really have money I didn't work then also so I just didn't have money and I didn't know how I was going to get to certain places so Mm, I think that's interesting um so again I, I really I think it's so interesting that money is like 
I think we found a really interesting angle on this that we're talking about our younger selves and like it's really focused on money, which is quite sad if you think about it. Um, But I will say a bit older, but still younger me, like high school me um, in my first relationship, I, I think that I felt so unworthy of like love or I felt like I had to somehow compensate for like what I was receiving And I would spend like so much money, especially like in that relationship um, for absolutely no reason. And like, I look back now and I'm like, what were you like, why would you do this? Like, why did you feel the need to just, it was, it wasn't a weight, like not in like a, like, Oh, like happy birthday kind of way. Like it was like almost every single day, like spending money on food or spending money on little gifts and like, not even if it was reciprocated or not, isn't really like what's important. It was just the fact of like, I think that I felt so like, I felt like so wrong for even taking up any space in anyone's life, which is really sad, but true that I had to in some way make it like uh, an equal exchange. And I feel, I feel like now I look back at that girl and I'm like, what kind of hot girl were you like what were you thinking like (laughs) spending all this money on some guy but like even like uh, at a deeper level like I'm so sorry that I ever felt wrong for existing and that I had that I owed somebody something for like you know like that's just absolutely insane now that I look back at it but at the time yeah like that was like a huge part of my like psyche I was just like I'm so sorry I'm like taking up space let me give you food every day to make up for it which is again crazy yeah oh that just reminded me of my last relationship too and how I think yours was more external so you wanted to literally feed them or like literally give them gifts and (laughs) mine was I would (laughs) let this person emotionally hurt me over and over again and I would still come back to them because I felt like that was almost the hard work that you have to do in order to be in a good relationship almost which is so toxic and unhealthy and saying it out loud is toxic and unhealthy but I felt like I had to struggle emotionally and hurt, you know, and be wounded and scarred in order to deserve to be with this person. And, you know, some would argue that like this person should not have done all of these things to me anyway, which I agree. That's right. You know, you shouldn't harm other people emotionally or whatever, but it's also there's something wrong. I remember looking back at this relationship and I'm like, there is something wrong with me too in this because I could have left after the first bad thing. I could have left after things got really bad and I didn't. I still chose to stay. Why did I choose to stay? And it does go back to, you know, your childhood or how you view the world. And it's like, I viewed the world through a lens of you work for something And then you get something good in return and working hard means going through the pain, going through the discomfort 
which to an extent is true. You know, your partner's not always going to be their best selves all the time. And you have to accept that. But when there are just so many wrong things that are damaging and now I have to deal with, like, it's very difficult for me to be in a relationship now or even talk to anyone now because of everything that happened between me and this other person. It's like, that's, that's, that's a little too much, you know? So I definitely understand working for love and that love should not be worked for. I think that's one thing that I've realized too, as a 19 year old girl is that you shouldn't have to hurt yourself for someone to love you. Yeah. So what you were talking about as far as just like a person in your life, just emotionally, just like really hurting you. I definitely experienced that as um, my younger self. Like I, I had a friend and we were friends for a while. And when I first met her, I was just very, um, I wasn't like the person I am now, like that that's a uh, given, but I was just like quiet and really just like in my shell. Like I experienced like a, a lot before I met her. And so when I did, I latched on to her and I let her treat, like treat, treat me however she wanted in a way and she wasn't the the nicest and I took that for a a lot of years and then when I did like become more in into myself I realized that um like what I, I was experiencing with her like was was not fine and and then it took a lot for me to like get out of that and took kind of like a breaking point um and I ended up getting out of that relationship and I I feel like this goes into whether or not I would like my younger self and I don't know I feel like my younger self because she was like quiet and because she was um just not she didn't have a lot of like self 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 love I don't (laughs) think I would like her but not in a mean way it's just I think I'm rooting for her to just like I just want to be like oh my god yes just like say this a thing like speak for yourself and um I just kind of want to be like there for her in a way but um I don't know I feel like definitely now I'm at a place as far as like um speaks speaking out for myself I'm just like I'm I'm my my own like person now so um yeah I feel like um that's just like my thoughts on that I I feel like um thinking about like oh what I do I like my younger self or would I like my younger self would I be friends with them I feel like no I don't think any of us because we're just so different now like they're there we don't align in the same way but three years ago I was 17 years old and like the most insecure like just accepting the shittiest behavior um and so when I look back at her and and like you know my little baby me like preschool me I feel I I didn't but I finally feel like I do love you like I I I'm so sorry that you thought you 
you deserved this, but you don't. And I'm going to show you like how amazing life can be without any guy, without any, I mean, I have the most amazing friends now and I'm so grateful, but even regardless of them, like you can have a beautiful life with yourself. Like you don't need all of these external factors. It took me a long time to get to that place. All of quarantine, I think I was like, I'm so embarrassed of who I was. Like, I don't know, being in my hometown and my like childhood bedroom, which I still live in. But when I came back home from school, I was like, oh, like, why would, what did, what did you do all of your high school years? Like, why would you be seen that way? And I think it was, again, very egotistical, like very like, oh, people probably think I'm so pathetic, which I, no, that's not nice to say about me, but (laughs) (laughs) I felt, I mean, in some ways there was some pathetic behavior that I can accept was pathetic. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think luckily I wouldn't be her friend I, you know we wouldn't we wouldn't bond about how great we are but you know I think I would be more if it's more of like a motherly like I love you kind of thing what about you Sarah well I definitely would not be my friend <laughs> first and fourth most um I am listening to you guys like talk about you guys as younger selves which you know, in turn makes me think about it. And I have this like burning feeling in my chest because I think that I'm not at a place that I really love her yet. I barely like her, you know, because I don't know. Like I think a lot about intentions. What is my intention of doing something? And Now I always have to check my intention. Even if I do something kind for someone, I have to be like, oh, why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I genuinely want to do this out of like the kindness of my heart? Or am I doing this because I want this person to think highly of me? I almost feel like it is difficult for me to love my past self because in a way I always feel like I'm fighting her. Mm -hmm. And, but I shouldn't think about it in that way. And I know I shouldn't because even like the Buddha says, like in their spiritual practice, they always talk about how you have to forgive and love your younger self, your like child, child self. I don't remember what it's called. There's like a name for it, but I don't remember, but you have to love her or him or them because that is you. Like if you are lacking that love for your past, you don't truly love yourself. And I struggle with that. And I, I'm trying to get to a po- like to a place where that girl that I don't like right now, or I don't love right now, like that past self, that is you. And she got you to where you are right now. And you love yourself now. And you are proud of her now. And you're proud that she came to all of these conclusions at the end of the day. And that girl in the past is you now. You guys are the same person. You just experience more life than her and this is like so stupid like I know this is so dumb but back in high school back in middle like high school and prior I I grew up in Mississippi so a lot of white people a lot of Greek life like all that stuff like that and anytime like I see something like Greek life vibes Lululemon vibes, things like that. 
I am so repulsed by it and no offense to anyone like whatever I'm not saying a, a, a good old legging a good old Lululemon legging no it doesn't hurt you know but I grew up like that and I grew up like wearing those things and trying to fit into that type of environment and that society and I wasn't myself externally I wasn't the way I am now now I I kind of understand my culture more I understand who I am like I I sh- show my soul regardless of what the receiver thinks of me you know or what this other person thinks of me but back then I didn't at all you know and now anytime I see again like that that Greek life culture that Lululemon or things like that I get so upset but I know it's not because of them it's not because of this person wearing these clothes and it's not because this person who decided to rush or whatever, it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with me, everything to do with my relationship with this type of culture, because I blame it on that. I quote, blame it on that culture for making me lose myself, but it has nothing to do with these people. It has nothing to even do with like that community, that culture. They're doing their thing and I'm doing mine, but I think I take it so personally because because I, I don't love my past self and I don't like my past self. And that past self was a part of all that. And that's just something that I have to work on. However, I think at the end of the day, I know that that past self, again, has got, gotten me to where I am today. And I love my life now not to be like I love my life I love everything I'm so like happy but it's like I'm very happy with who I am who I surround myself with you know physically where I live like you know like I'm very happy my relationships with my family they're good and that that girl got me to where I am today and so because of that I logically know that I should forgive her And that I should love her anyway, regardless of, of what I did or or how I felt or like my intentions at the time, because again, like I'm that same person as I was. I've been thinking, um, like, oh, my past self is when I was like 15, 16, but my, my past self was also like a couple months ago. Like, I feel like that's like a separate person in a way, um, and I feel like that that person would definitely be proud of me now of like things, things that I've done. Um, and I think I think it, it's it's a good thing to look at your past self and just um, try, try to find peace in her. Like you don't have to run from from this this person because um, they make up like who you are now, you know, you're evolving and for you to be where you are now or in in the future you need this past self like you need her you can't just like wipe her away because then like who would you be now I also feel like with that with all this being said um and how I was before talking about how I'm surrounded by like really beautiful people I think we all are I mean this is a beautiful group of people right here. We all 
are just like hurting. We all have like a little hurting child inside of us. Like there's no one that had a perfect childhood that had a perfect like growing up. Like the moment that I finally started opening up about things, about things that happened to me in the past and, and, you know, and more diving into, like, I would have like really deep conversations with my best friend, like, you know, those like sleepover conversations when you're laying in bed and you're like, why did I let this happen to me? Like we would just go so deep into some of the worst experiences we've ever had in childhood. And it's so, it's better than therapy. Honestly, it is. Well, it is therapy. It's, but it's better than paying for it because we would just like talk and, and the moment this, I'm not saying that this is for everybody. I don't think everybody wants to, or needs to like completely open up about all of their childhood wounds to somebody but I will say that I think that is something that really helped me is knowing like everyone around me also has a little hurting child inside of them (laughs) in a way like something happened to all of us I think as a generation especially it's really cool because we're in our early like late teens early 20s we have a very different mindset, a very different way of looking at life. You know, like I think 20 year old girls a couple of years ago were thinking about like, where am I going to find my husband? Like got to go out, got to find a boy, got to get ready to get married kind of thing. And now it's like, I got to heal some deep childhood <laughs> wounds before yeah. I can go and live my best life that I want to live and travel and make money and whatever it is. Like, I do think we're, I feel really lucky in that sense that I'm not at all thinking about like marriage, you know, I'm not like, uh oh, let me find a husband. My first like priority is myself. And that's really exciting. Like that we have that opportunity. I'm so grateful. I mean, there is a whole lot of guilt that comes with that too. Like knowing that my ancestors didn't get to do that. Um, But I think I feel more emotional. Like they fought really hard for me too get to do this to get to just like relax and sit down and and think about things and and hug myself and be with myself in a way that makes sense so we've talked a lot in this episode about our younger selves um and I think a really interesting thought is that one day these this present moment self is going to be a past self um and I was wondering what you guys think your future selves will like think about or think of when they think of you now if that makes sense yeah that definitely makes sense and I'm I think I'm gonna go to like my my future self I'm like 25 maybe that's like yeah that's five five-ish years um so like like even like right 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 now I have like the urge to just like go to like the like woods and stuff and be there for a couple days so I'm thinking when I'm 25 I'm probably going to be like maybe in like more of a nature setting like where I live and something like that um I, I think my future self would be proud of me now because I think I'm at I'm at a place now where I'm just trying to really figure out what makes makes me happy and I know that I'm gonna like continue to go on this uh, path and I know that my future self probably will be like very happy and I think she'll be proud that you know I'm taking the uh, steps now to get where she she is and um 
I don't know, I, I only see it really going up from like here. Like, of course, we'll have like, um, you know, like bad things happen or, you know, this and that, this and that happen. Um, but um, yeah, I think she'll be proud of me and she'll still like me now. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, God, I hope I do. I mean, I like me now. So I hope that my future self does like me. You never know, though. You know what I mean? Because I thought my past self would have would have me now liked her. You know what I mean? Otherwise, we wouldn't be mm-hmm. living the lives that we are living. But I kind of have a similar future and not end goal, but similar future that I feel like Jordan wants. And I think Emily too, because we've talked about this multiple times, just wanting to get a house in the forest or go, go full out cottage core vibes, <laughs> you know, yeah. growing our own farm, things like this. And I know so many of my friends now too, they're like, that's, yeah, that's what I want, which is so funny because it's the opposite of living in New York city. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, I guess, can tell it's like I'm very self-critical, which is something that like I'm working on, but like I'll criticize my past self, my present self, and then even my future self sometimes. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to assume that my future self will love me now or like me now, but I hope that she is thankful for everything that I'm doing because that is a stepping stone to where I will be in the future, you know? And I guess what's important at the end of the day is what we are now. And if we're happy with us now, and if we're not, then, well, we need to evaluate why we're not happy with ourselves and then change accordingly or whatever, or not change accordingly. But again, I feel like it's such an abstract idea to even think or to even guess about who I'm going to be shit even next week like I don't I really genuinely have no clue I don't even know where I'm going to be living like what if I find someone that I love and then I for some reason with the knowledge that I have decide to move with them to Switzerland or something I just have no clue (laughs) I yeah because such big values that you have right now you learn later on that that's not what you should have been valuing, you know, because when I was younger, I used to think that I knew it all. I was like, every, all the values that I have right now, how much I work now, my relationships with people now, they're so good. I'm, you know, I know more than everyone else. Like I, I have risen above and I have figured it out. And then you realize, no girl, like you got all that wrong girl. And then you, you realize that you don't know it all. And you accept that humility. And I guess that's what I'm doing now. Currently, like thinking about my future self, I'm kind of just like, "Mm, I don't know. Like, I I can't even think about again, like what she even thinks and what she knows, because hopefully every single day we all wake up and we learn something new and we, we are a process. And so I feel like it's difficult for me to even come to a conclusion whether whether I would like me or not. I mean, I hope so, but. I think I, I can relate. I think I'm, it's, yeah, it's hard to know where I'm going to be. I have literally no idea, Um, which is cool. That's fine. Um, I think I will 
feel thankful towards myself because I'm like actively really taking myself out of my comfort zone, which I'm currently current me hates myself for because I'm like, oh, my God, like I just want to lay down and I'm like my higher self is like, no, we got to go. We got to go, which is good. I really do. I need to get up and get moving in some ways. Um, And so I think in that sense, because regardless where I am in Switzerland with the love of my life or wherever, um, I won't get there if I don't make some uncomfortable changes. Um, So I think that's all I can really say about future me. I think I think I'm like a really emotional person and like very like affectionate. So I always just want to whenever somebody there's I feel like a common question is like, oh, what would you tell your younger self? Or like, what would you do with your younger self? And I always literally just say, like, I think I just give them a hug. Like, I think I would just like wrap my arms around them and be like, it's all going to be okay. And so I think that's probably what my future me will think about this little present me right now, which is cute. Um, But yeah, I think just gratitude, gratitude and hopefully like proud because I really am making good changes. (laughs) It's taking a lot, but I'm doing it. So yeah, I'm like very proud of now. I'm proud of me now. And I mean, I'm proud of you guys now. I didn't know you guys before this, but you know, I think it is important to always self-love. I think before I used to think that's so cheesy, but that is Mm -hmm. honestly the answer to a lot of the problems that I feel like at least I have is like having that or lacking that self-love and that will heal your relationship with your past self is just by loving yourself unconditionally and even loving your future self unconditionally, trusting in her. I think that's the big thing about my younger self is like, I didn't trust her. So I think if I, if I had any message to my younger self, which is, I guess what we can end off on. I know Emily kind of touched on it, but I would just say, Hey, I'm working on this now. Like I'm your future self. And I think we just need to trust in the process and it's okay. And I love you and I'm, I'm going to hug you. Well, do I love her yet? I don't know. I'm getting there. I'm trying to get to a place, but I would definitely give her a hug and probably ask her questions. I probably wouldn't mm. say much. Yeah. I wouldn't say much by like giving her advice. I'd probably ask her a lot of questions because I know me. And I know that I'm so stubborn that the only way I'm going to come to realizations is if I come to them myself. And that's through the magic of asking questions and making myself think about myself and where, where I am, you know, but what would you do, Jordan? Or what would you tell your past self? I think like when I was younger, I really struggled with like, um, I guess like showing people like who I was, but now I feel like I don't have to prove anything to anyone, you know, I, so I think I would just say that to her, like you are enough, like you don't have to show or prove, you know, who you are because like, you know, who you are. And I feel like, you know, just also don't worry so much, you know, things are going to work out, you know, you don't have to like, 
obsess over what's coming next, you know, try, try to live more in, in the end now. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We really appreciate you all. Um, I hope that, I think we all hope that if you listen the whole way through, you can resonate with us a little bit or maybe tap into your younger self. And I hope you know that we all have some healing to do and that's okay. And we can do it together and that you're not alone in that. Um, So yeah, thanks guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.